0: last week very mm-hmm. sadly michael's grandmother passed away yeah so that's been very sad we've been back in ireland um for a while um and michael's actually still there uh but it meant that because basically i was in the scottish highlands yeah we have to talk about that as well yes I oh my god only good animals <sighs> um so i was in the scottish highlands and then i had to fly straight from there to Ireland, mm-hmm. and Michael had to fly straight to Ireland, so we didn't have time to organise boarding for P. Oh, yeah. So, we basically just had, like, friends having to tap in and out, mm. and everyone was so great. Yeah. But it was just funny, because um, Percy normally hates everybody, <laughs> but I don't know if it was just because she had no choice, but I got so many video updates of her, like, snuggled up with my friends, oh. and, like, getting like pets and like just and I was like wow like wow. maybe you only act up when we're around yeah and it's like a I don't know like a jealousy thing or an attention thing I don't know yeah but when we weren't there <laughs> she was like well I guess I have to like you guys she, well she
1: doesn't have anyone to protect also you yeah, know maybe like, that is what it is it could be kind of cute because that's that's how, with the dogs, when they've stayed with other people, people have been like, no, they were fine. And I'm like, mm, yeah. they, I I truly didn't believe people for a long time. I was like, they weren't fine. Like, <laughs> there's no way. You're just being nice. And then it has been like, no, they, it was actually fine. And I was like, wait, so they're yeah. just bad when
0: I'm there? Right? Honestly.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's like with kids who are like really well behaved for other people. Yeah. And then, yeah. But then when like the fun aunt comes to stay... <laughs> And then she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. You make parenting look so hard, but it's so easy." It's like, "Shut up!" No, they're brats. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, she was really good. She was a really good girl. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. And so that was great. And yes, I was also in the Highlands. <sighs> oh Where Where do so you really start? What did you see? Where do I start? So the first thing I want to say is I very sadly didn't see any shaggy head cows. <gasps> Devastated. Wow, I'm so sorry. gutted Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really heartbroken. Yeah. Um well, I'll just have to go back. Yeah. Is because I have to yeah. at some point yeah. see them. So I'll have to go back. Yeah. Um the highlight for me, and I did send Alexis video updates. In fact, I'll share the video and the pictures. Yeah. So the highlight for me was that on my like second day there, we realized that um an oyster catcher, which is a kind of bird, and made her nest, like, right in our front garden, like, yeah. right outside our front door. And I was so excited. I'd never seen eggs in a oh. nest before. Like, e- like eggs in the wild, had never seen it. Yeah, um, so fun. So we were very excited by that. And we would just sit at the window and watch her, like, s- she would, like, sit on her nest, and then she would go away and get her food, and then she would come back and sit on her nest. It was just so cool to see. And then about two days after we'd left, we got, cause I was staying with my friends. It was my friend's parents' house. Um, and I got a video from my friend's mom being like, the oyster cat you had her babies. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's just this video and you can just hear the teeny little cheep, 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 cheep. And then it's just these teeny tiny birds running around. And it was just so cool. I was like, wow, that's, I, this is a full circle moment. Like yeah. I'm so excited that I got to see this happen. Oh. Um, so that was very exciting. And then, what else did we see? We saw hairs. I'd never yeah. seen a hair before. Wow! Very excited by yeah. that. Were they got. Were they big? They are. They are just their back legs are big. Yeah, like muscly, like yeah. chunky back legs. Um, and they're so fast. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's like a thing, but they're <laughs> really fast. <laughs> like I understand the ta- the whole tortoise thing. Yeah, like, I get it now. I get it. Yeah, they're really fast. <laughs> um. So that was really cool. And then just like lots of sheep, lots of regular cows, Mm -hmm. which, you know, still very exciting. Yeah, I I love seeing a cow and it doesn't really get old to be honest. I love seeing a cow. And actually (laughs) when I was then in Ireland, um, and all my Irish friends were just like laughing at me being such a city kid. Um, (laughs) we were in, uh, my friend's back garden and they have like this gorgeous house in the countryside in Ireland. Um, and I kind of joke that everything that is in Belfast or Dublin is the countryside? Yeah, but I real I did actually realize there is a there is a distinction <laughs> in, in levels of of countryside, yeah, because this was like the countryside countryside. <laughs> and at like four o'clock, um I was in the garden <laughs> with my friend and her sisters and her niece. Her niece is four. Mm-hmm. Her name's is shirt. she's adorable. And me and Saoirse were like best mates. Um, and so we were like on the swings together because they've got like a swing set in their garden. I was having the best time. I was like on swings with a glass of yeah. wine. It was like perfection. <laughs> yeah. And Saoirse went, moo cows. And I went, what do you mean? And we looked and like <gasps> coming down the lane were just cows like walking Aww. from like the dairy back to the field or whatever. Yeah. But, like they know where they're going. Yeah. They walk in a line. <laughs> I was just like, I'd never seen that before. They just walked past us. Yeah. So I like ran to the hedge, me and the four year old, like so excited. <laughs> and I was like, look at the cows. And obviously this four year old who's from the Irish countryside so I was looking at me like, yeah, yeah.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah. They're cows walking. They do this every day, twice a day. I don't know why you're Yeah so excited but they were just walking in a line and it was just so funny like all the girls like walking like you can just imagine them being like come on girls keep up as they like trot back to there it's just so cool I think what
1: really works is that you're like city person that like loves seeing animals yeah but I did grow up with animals but never got over it like I still, <laughs> yeah. it. I never got old, and all. I feel like all of my friends were like, "Yeah, we see this every day," and I'm like, "Isn't that crazy? We see that yeah. every day, yeah,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy yeah. that that's just the thing that they they just do that every day." Yeah. So that was very cool. Um. So yeah, those are the main. Those were my main, things that I animal spotted. Spots. My main animal spots, and they're like horses. Lots of gorgeous mm-hmm. horses. That was very cool. I did wonder, and I'm going to have to do some looking into this, because we saw wild horses, and I was just like, how does that work? Like, do they get their hooves trimmed? Because I'm sure they don't, because they're wild. Like, No, it's
1: funny. I was just reading about this because I saw a video of a horse with really bad, um, like it had been abandoned, and it had crazy hooves. Um, But wild horses just walk enough that their hooves, you know, just stay down. Like... Wow! So anytime you see a horse that has like crazy long hooves, that's because like it was confined basically. But horses like right. naturally do walk enough that their their hooves stay. Just stay. I think they can still get messed up. up, or you know, like if yeah, they get injured, yeah. things can happen. But in general, yeah, because they walk like crazy amounts though,
0: like miles really? and miles every
1: day. It's just what they
0: do. Really? Yeah, they
1: just walk.
0: That's cool. Yeah that's cool yeah that's what i was wondering when i saw these wild horses i was like who
1: who has anyone look after you do
0: you need it are you okay
1: do you need a little nail
0: yeah Yeah, a little nail clip like what's going on and i saw lots of lambs that was really Mm, exciting like really like newborn baby baby lambs (gasps) wow yeah they were tiny and so cute and so fluffy yeah um so that was very exciting so yeah that that that's my report it's a good chunk thanks what's, yeah. what's new on your end the one thing that
1: keeps happening having two lovely dogs but they're very different um, yeah. and Crumb is really good at going places because from when he was a puppy like immediately I was like I want to make sure he's good at being places like that was important to me whereas Cricket just showed up and I never got that opportunity um, yeah. so I want crumb to still get to go to you know bars and things like that when when they have patios um but i can't take cricket and it's always the most heartbreaking thing having to leave cricket behind oh and i can't i'm trying to figure out a better way of doing it because every time it feels like that scene in like fox and the hound when they're like you know when he's in the little (laughs) cart and he's all excited to play and the lady is just sadly looking at it It feels like that because i'm getting like trying to sneakily get crumbs leash but he always cricket always sees it, and so then he just yeah, getting excited like, "Oh, we're going for a walk!" And I'm like, "No, no, we're not staying you. here. I'm so sorry." And it's so heartbreaking.
0: That is so hard. But I know if he went, like, but we, he's staying with the cats. He's staying he's with the cats, own.
1: and he would have had a terrible time. Is the thing yeah. like we 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 just went and got sushi, and they had a, b- a big patio, but there were children around and other dogs. And you know a server that is coming and bringing things frequently, like it's Cricket's worst nightmare. Yeah. But in his mind, he's just like, wow. I guess I don't get to go on walks anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't
0: understand, and you can't explain it. Yeah. I always feel. And then we one time
1: we filmed him to see what he would do when he was alone, and he just sits in the cat tree. He just sits... Wait, what? We have, like, a little cat scratch post, like, next to the couch with, a, like, one of those round, like, circle beds on top. He just sits in that and waits for us to come home. Oh.
0: Where are the cats? They're around, but, you know, sleeping. But it, he takes their bed because he's feeling sorry for himself, yeah. and they're like, you know what, we're going to let you have yeah, this one. Yeah, because they have because... other beds. They don't, they don't yeah. care.
1: That's It's a, it's a communal oh, bed, I thought maybe he'd be like, "Ooh, I'm home alone. I'll go be bad. But he's not even bad. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's just worse. waiting.
0: Yeah. He's just waiting for you to come back. Yeah. That is really sad. This is why I don't want ever, I don't ever want to film Percy. Oh, home my God. Alone. Yeah. I won't leave the house ever again. No. Like, it's so ever sad. again. So. Yeah. It's just the idea. Like, have you seen that video of the cat that gets left home alone and like. The cat is like meowing at the door for ages, and then goes and picks up its harness and lead, and is like no. wandering around with its harness and lead no. Meow- no, it literally. I was like, I don't want to know yeah. if that is what my cat I is think like. You're right. How can you ever leave them ever again? Like ignorance is truly. Bliss. Yeah. Because uh, picking up the the
1: leash is brutal. <laughs> like, brutal. Uh, no.
0: But then does Cricket get really excited when you're all back? Yeah.
1: And the cutest part is that he's the most excited to see Crumb. Like, yeah. we walk in and he has, it's like, we, we go, hi Cricket, and he immediately dashes to Crumb. And it, it feels like he's like, what did you see? What happened? What? I miss yeah, you. Yeah, he is
0: Crumb's dog. He's like, Crumb's you dog. have always said this. Yeah. Like, Crumb is your
1: dog and Cricket is <laughs> Crumb's dog. Yeah, that's really cute. You know? But yeah, I, you know, I don't want to deny Crumb of his
0: going out just no definitely not, worth, not you know also like i i've I, I read somewhere that dogs don't really have a sense of time mm-hmm. like, they don't have a sense of like how much time is passing yeah so he doesn't you know and i and you know obviously like adore cricket like so much would give my life to him but like he's a bimbo yeah so yeah. i'm sure he's just like oh you're back oh Already? absolutely that was just a second <laughs> i blinked and you returned <laughs> yeah I only just got up into I the country nap, and now you're here. Incredible. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm sure he's not feeling too sorry. Yeah, that's that.
1: true. Yeah. And yeah, he's fine. Like he just gets to be home, which is he's safe and his happiest place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But still that first moment still. of leaving him is so sad. So sad. <laughs> um speaking of things that are not sad. Uh <laughs> This week, we're we're going to talk about some hybrid creatures, some some human-slash-animal yeah. hybrids. Um, and we also have, it's not really a Ready, Pet, Go technically, but it's in the category of them. Erin um, sent us a voice memo of her experience in London seeing foxes. So we'll listen to that. So excited. Oh, also, this is Comfort Creatures. Oh, yeah. Well, if, you didn't, if you clicked on this and you've been confused the whole time that's what you're listening to
0: that that is what this is yeah <laughs> <laughs> i always think like with new listeners please like write in and tell us if this is you do you start at episode one and binge mm. or do you just listen to the most recent episode so like are you just joining us for the first time now wow that's a great question if you are listening to a new podcast what do you do depends on yeah it just it depends for something like this, I probably would just start with the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's like very serialized, where mm-hmm. I feel like I need more context, I'll go back to the beginning. Yeah. But often I do just dip in and I'm like, do I like the vibe? Yeah, yeah. And then I, and then you, and then I, and then, I, and, then I, and then I might go back and listen yeah, to the catalogue. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so if you're joining us for the first time, <laughs> yeah, you you haven't you haven't accidentally skipped to halfway through the episode. This is just what we do. <laughs> yeah. We're just here for a chat. <laughs>
1: So this week, we both decided just to pick one hybrid creature because this would be like an eight-hour episode if we tried to cover every single one. Yeah. Um, Ella, do you want to go first or second?
0: Second. Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Great. So I wanted to do Merfolk because I'm writing a book about a mermaid at the moment. Uh And also, the little mermaid movie has just come out. And obviously... There are some people that took umbrage with the idea that a mermaid might be black, which right. is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's just funny in general. It's like, really, that's the hill you're going to die yeah. on? Like, this half fish you know, person,
1: the thing you're it, upset
0: about is their skin color? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. um, and obviously, I don't want to tell anybody that mermaids don't exist because we, we, don't, know. we don't know. The bottom yeah. of the sea is a mystery to us. But... I don't know if like getting scientifically accurate about mermaids is a necessity. That's yeah. all, I'm saying. all I'm saying. I also
1: don't know if they would actually wear seashell
0: bras, but that's fine. Right. And like happy friends with crabs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like we just, there's a lot, there's a lot that we could debate <laughs> yeah. in like the veracity of yes. the little mermaid. So, but, um, but crucially yeah. mermaids, there's like absolutely no reason that they would just be Caucasian looking mm-hmm. because there is uh, a wide variety of international mermaid mythology, which I think is really interesting just as a as a starting point, because how is it that so many different cultures that have no relationship to each other all came up with this very similar idea of a of a creature? It's like dragons, like dragons are another one where like cultures that literally had no contact with each other all came up with a similar idea of what a dragon would be or would yes. look like. Which to me just makes me think that mermaids and dragons exist or did exist at some point, but that's just me. Yes, that's that's just how how I how I view the world. Um, so I'm going to talk about a few different mer- mermaids or merrow folk from around the world. Mm. So in China, there's the Ho Shang, uh, which has a body of a large fish. And then the shaved head of a Buddhist priest, which I just think is such a cool way to immediately dispel the like Ariel with the long red hair on the rock thing. Like, no, yeah, bald Buddhist priest. Um, And yeah, apparently he's huge and he can drag entire boats underwater, drowning all on board. And the superstition is to repel him, you burn feathers on deck.
1: And if that doesn't
0: work, uh sailors and pirates would perform intricate dances to the beat of a ritual gong cool so i think that's really cool and also like fun again this idea of mermaids not being these like innocent yeah sweet, vulnerable creatures but actually being kind of like vicious and savage yeah and, and yeah it's, it's goth as hell and i love it yeah it also
1: um, my tiktok lately has been full of uh, whale attacks I think yours has been too whale attacks yeah like, mine has as well yeah right yes. I don't know what's going on with that for some reason I watched one and now TikTok has been like you like watching orcas did,
0: do crazy things yeah did but did you see the one where the whales were like working in formation yes. like one whale taught the other whales yes. to like attack yeah right is that crazy so I'm
1: imagining yeah so I'm imagining that's what the mermaids were doing also these giant mermaids were doing
0: you know whales whale attacks Style, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, maybe the mermaids at some point would help the whales. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe the maybe the whales are just doing the bidding of the mermaids oh, now. Probably they don't need to get their own hands dirty. The whales are just their henchmen. That's true. I mean, so, orcas do kind of seem
1: like evil henchmen,
0: don't they? They have evil henchmen energy for sure. For sure, like they're yeah. kind of bullies. Yeah, they are. They really are. <laughs> so true. Um. So another favourite are Mm -hmm. the Naga or the Nagini, um, which actually just, I've just realised that's obviously where J.K. Rowling got that from. Uh, (laughs) That's hilarious. You're right. That makes total sense because, so they're really popular in um, religious stories in Hinduism, Buddhism and Jainism. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are divine or semi-divine. They live in the underworld and they appear as half human or half snake. Mm. So that makes total sense. Um, And they, some of them live in water, some of them live on land, but actually they tend to be benevolent and they protect treasure. So quite similar to a lot of like dragon mythology, you know, if you're thinking about like Lord of the rings with the the, the dragon with the horde. Um, So that's really cool. Uh, Then another favorite of mine is the uh, West African Mammy Water and they are Um, water spirits. sometimes they're depicted as mermaids, sometimes they're not, and they have healing powers, and, um, in lots of stories, um, the mammy water would, like, bring people to their underwater home and grant them spiritual enlightenment. Um, in other stories, uh, men would steal from the mammy water, and then she would haunt their dreams. (gasps) Um. Which is like really fun. Yeah, I love that. Um, So I love that. And then at the moment, I'm reading, well, rereading Skin of the Sea by Natasha Byrne, which is a really fun mermaid y -y A. And that's kind of based on the Mammy Water mythos. And in that, the Mammy Water are, um, yeah, like mermaids, water spirits who basically help uh, enslaved African people when they're going through the Middle Passage if they die at sea. They, like, help them have a peaceful death and then, like, bring their spirits home, which is, like, really beautiful. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, then in Irish mythology, because I have to give that a shout out, there are selkies. Yes. I think I may have mentioned selkies on here before because I'm just such a fan of them as, like, a as a concept. Thing, yeah. Yeah, they're just so cool. So they are part person, part seal. <laughs> sea, sea lion? Mm-hmm. Seal? I always get them confused. I think seal. Yeah seals yeah. so yeah they're seals um so yeah that's kind of northern europe ireland, and other parts of so that's like ireland and other parts of, of northern europe mm-hmm. so the most well-known selkie story and i think i've talked about this before um and it's depicted in the film song of the sea mm-hmm. which i really really love which is such a beautiful film have i told you about song of the sea you have it's, I, it's on my list i gotta watch you it. Ha- you will love it so much yeah. like it it's amazing um but yeah, so uh, a group of women are sunbathing. Their seal skins are nearby. The women flee. They grab their seal skins. That enables them to turn back into, into their kind of seal form. Um, but then he steals a seal skin and the woman can't transform back into her seal form. He marries her. They have kids. And then one of the children finds the seal skin and the woman takes it back and escapes back into the sea. So there's like lots of stories around there that and then obviously conversations about like, it's such a it's such a prominent part of like mermaid and like merry mythos this idea of like men stealing something from these like feminine sea creatures that keeps them trapped somehow yeah um whether it's like a voice like in the little mermaid Mm -hmm. or their all their skin um or and like my personal favorite mermaid story is the river mama which is the jamaican mermaid story which is what i'm writing about and in that so the river mama guards the Rio Cobra, which is like one of the biggest rivers in Jamaica. And again, she's vicious. She's a baddie. <laughs> she's like, she's, she's not for any of it. Um, <laughs> if people try to capture her or if they even like dare to look at her, she dries all the rivers so that like everyone in the land like starves and can't fish anymore. She's very vengeful. Yeah. So much fun. Um, And she guards the golden table, which is supposedly a table made of gold left behind by the Spanish conquistadors after they fled Jamaica, having been driven out by, I think it was the English at the time. Mm -hmm. So she guards this table. But on really hot days, the table is said to rise to the surface. And then people would try to steal it. And then she'd be like, got you, and would drag them to the watery depths where they would drown. (laughs) So yeah, fun. So I really, I really, really like, particularly the mermaid stories where they like, there's something about like the sea fighting back and this war of kind of man and mm-hmm. nature. It's did it's you ever really cool. see
1: that the other Little Mermaid cartoon? I forget where it was made, but it, that has like the um, traditional like sad ending where she the hands Christian yes, Anderson one yes. where she
0: turns to foam. Yes, yes, yes I did. Yeah.
1: yeah, who did make that? I don't remember. Like, i loved that though <laughs> yeah but i also remember as like because she essentially you know ends her life takes her own uh, life yeah and yeah. i i remember as a kid like i think that was one of the first times that concept had ever like entered my brain so it was oh, a really me. weird like that movie was huge for me because i was like wait what like i thought cartoons were happy this one's crazy yeah but it, it and it's dark it is also though there's something like powerful and it. it has like a an awakening slash like, you know vibe to it of like well she's she's taking the power she has like yeah um but also (gasps) yeah for sure and then yeah contrasting that with like american little mermaid where she's like she loves prince eric was so (laughs) strange too it's like
0: does she yeah for sure yeah i mean like in general fairy tales are like a, a a funny one because they start All of them originate from like a really dark place. (laughs) And then, like, and and it's just so different to like our modern, the way that we interact with fairy tales now. It's so different. It's so funny.
1: Oh, and um, Ponyo is also a Little Mermaid retelling. Is it? Yeah. The Miyazaki film is technically. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Of course it is. Right? Isn't that cute? That's so cute. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I think I recently learned that. that. Somewhere, and I was like, "Of course, duh." But yeah, it like, never. Duh. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, I do love that though. I love a, I love a, a retelling that doesn't feel like it's quite so literal. Yeah, like a word for word thing. That's like a I'm really clever like way of taking it. Yeah, a really clever interpretation. Yeah. Um. Cool. And then the other one I just wanted to give a little shout out to yeah. are the Adaro of the Solomon Islands, mm. um, who are also malevolent merfolk. They shoot at humans with flying fish. <laughs> How sick <Cool>. is that? <laughs> Um, and they have a shark's dorsal fin. Um, and then they have like the tail and fins, for feet and gills behind their ears. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they don't like people. So cool. Dope. Love it. Yeah. I love shooting so, fish yeah. at people. <laughs> uh, i flying fish as well. Yeah. Like that, they were like, that was, that's so clever because they would travel so far. Yeah. <laughs> like they also have their own momentum going through the air. Like that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I
1: wanted to talk about dog people, basically, um, which course. I learned are called Cenocephaly. Um, the main reason that I wanted to talk about this, though, is that I'm finally catching up on on Doctor Who. And in it, there's this character called Carvinista. And, and I got to say, look, <laughs> uh, I love Doctor Who, and I was really disappointed with, the Jodie Whittaker seasons because I was so excited for a female Doctor and, and the, the showrunner he did he he, I, I hated what they did with her character and I was really okay, disappointed. Okay tell me why because
0: I've not watched Doctor Who in years. Mm-hmm. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I watched the Christopher Eccleston years yeah. and the David Tennant years Great. and then I kind of dropped off. Okay. So like why
1: I think that there are like obviously every doctor is a little bit different and a I do think you should watch the Matt Smith seasons because they are just like from a writing standpoint really good Um, Oh, okay
0: cool good to know
1: I kind of fancy Matt Smith so I actually don't need that much yeah you'll love it honestly it's they're great um and some of the (laughs) like most beautiful episodes are in in those um but okay so I think that there are some like core traits that the doctor should have like even if you can change things that you want but like the doctor should still be clever like the doctor um, occasionally like you know, should feel like the leader of, of the, the 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 gang, if mm-hmm. you will. Like yeah, of course. um should always kind of, even when confused, should have ideas of what's going on. Like mm. but because they took this this swing with the new Jodie Whittaker stuff where they're like, the doctor actually does not remember anything about their past and the doctor doesn't know what's going on. And instead of being like, sometimes the doctor can be, can be kind of angry or like, not angry isn't the right word, but like snappy with people because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to save your life. Let's go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like
1: they made Jody also like pretty nice, and I was like, no, don't make the first female doctor not know what's nice going and on confused. and nice. <laughs> like maybe if it was still a dude, I wouldn't care, but like no, like keep it the same. Yeah. That's like weirdly, if anything, yeah. like just map over those traits it just happens to be a woman like it's still the same character and it really bothered me and also just the writing in a couple of the seasons i think is really bad um oh that's so
0: disappointing and
1: when you i'm i think like doctor who fans are really forgiving because of like especially of like bad science like every once in a while you go okay i get it the sonic screwdriver is kind of magic wand right now cool (laughs) why not um but when you don't have those like characters that you really love and are rooting for then Those like bad science y things kind of fall apart because you're like, okay, also it doesn't make sense. Mm. But the Doctor Who Flux, which is like, I think the 13th season with Jodie, it's like they fixed it. Like, I think maybe they got enough backlash from people, but it's so good. And like the first episode started, and we were just like, the doctor's back. Thank God. Because Jodie's great. Like, I think it's good casting. I think she's really good at
0: it. It was just like So she's good in the next so yeah. she's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good.
1: Um but anyway, okay, cool. so in that um flux season, there is a character called Carvanista. And he <laughs> it's a classic kind of bad costume like of Doctor Who where he's a dog man. Uh he's part of the Lupari race. Yes. Um and <laughs> they just look like big like it's a human suit, obviously, but with like a terrier head, basically. Like, it's it's gonna, so funny. I need a photo. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm um, gonna look it up. Yeah,
1: look it up, Carvanista, because he's also. <laughs> you see it. I love it. It's not a cool, like, cool scary dog person. You know what I mean? It's easy to go with like a werewolf looking thing. It's like a teddy I- bear.
0: And this is mod. I kind of love it. Isn't it great? I love it. Because it's like, it's so retro. Yes. It's like fully a man in a dog (laughs) suit. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's just, it's fully a man in a dog suit. It's very
1: like Chewbacca related, like looking. So Chewbacca, yeah. Yeah. And he wears um, like kind of high tech armor and has, and he's, uh, the actor is Scottish. So that helps, I think. Uh, (laughs) And he has this axe. That also shoots, like, a laser gun. Um, He's incredible. But the origin I, is so cute of the, the Lupari race. The They come along, so Carvenista captures a person, and you're like, oh no, a bad guy. But it turns out that there are also, there's like seven million Lupari, and it's because every Lupari has a human companion that they are responsible for, like, on a, like, a galactic level. They're literally man's best friend. They're always looking after one human. Each one is matched with one and do human. And do they have to try and find their human? They, like, how they're just always work? keeping an eye on them, like, and making sure that no thing like, you know, sci-fi oh bad happens to them. And I think it's so cute that everyone has that the space so dog cute. looking after
0: them.
1: <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> when the so Earth is in cute. danger, he he kidnaps the guy because he, like, does it begrudgingly. He's like, ah like he doesn't like his human but it is his like duty. Um yeah. and he ends up being like a really fun grumpy dog character that I love. Um I've just I was I'm so excited about him. Um I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. It also so relieving to have characters that I like in the show again. Um yeah. and so then I was looking up like real quick other um if you will. Um And there's a ton cuz Like Mm -hmm. I mentioned, there's, you know, you have your werewolves, you have, um, Anubis, even I would count as that. There's a lot of Egyptian, and I consider Anubis the original Goth because. Okay, tell me why. (laughs) So, Anubis, Egyptian, uh, basically god of the dead.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, that's
1: pretty Goth. Pretty Goth, right. Um, he would do like uh, funeral rites and protector of graves and then at a point I think if I'm not mistaken used to like help guide people into the afterlife and then a different god takes that over at a point which is very like honestly Greek you know what I mean where it's like mm. depending on what thing you're looking at which story that's either Osiris or Anubis That they, I guess yeah, they traded yeah, off sure. one had the night shift um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading and it was like Anubis was depicted in black, a color that symbolized regeneration, life, the soil of the Nile River, and the discoloration of the corpse after embalming. And Incredible. I was like, that's the gothest thing I've ever heard. Like that is so goth. <laughs> <right? laughs> like it feels to me, this is like where people got the idea to, yeah. to be goth. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. OG goth. Yes, absolutely. And there were a lot of dog people in Christianity. Which I didn't realize. Like St. Christopher is often (laughs) depicted as a dog person. And... What? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Uh, The roots of St. Christopher being depicted that way are from the hagiographic narrative set. set, um, Where he was uh, also called the scoundrel. And it says he was reported to be of enormous size with the head of a dog instead of a man. Both apparently being typical of the marmotte. He and the like unit, which was part of this uh, Roman, What's the Marmite. That that's the the Roman force. They were called the unit of the Marmite,
0: and they all ha- and they were all like big with with apparently dog heads. yeah, like apparently they were all depicted as having dog heads. That's so funny. That to me sounds like like you know in, you know in Friends. When Ross tells a story about getting mugged, and he's like, "It was a really big guy," and then it turns out to have been Phoebe, <laughs> aged like eleven. Yeah, that to me is what's happened. Like someone got Absol- like really done dirty by the unit, the marmot, and was like, "They were huge, they had dog heads." I didn't stand a chance. Yeah. Um. <laughs> honestly, yeah.
1: Because there's a lot Incredible. of these. The other thing that that get um called like dog men a lot are baboons what because if you think about it like of all the the monkey types baboons do have more of like a dog face like it's long they do have more of a dog face and they have funny butts um and they do have funny butts so but i think that people when they were first encountering baboons were like oh my god i saw a half man half dog and i get
0: i get it yeah i get what you mean yeah I get what you mean
1: <laughs> so they Why? are often referred to as being like cynocephalic uh, things can also be described as like wow. dog person like which i think is really fun
0: that is really fun um i don't
1: remember if there's another one i want to talk about i mean they're, they're similar to mermaids like there's one for every culture and also i think what's fun about this is it does get into the territory of like um conspiracy theory like do they exist like do dogmen secretly run the earth like Amazing, they, yeah. Because I think even like Sasquatch that's kind of feels like dog people, Absolutely, it? yeah. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, gotta talk about Dogman are real. Um, because like it seems that there are people that are like, I've seen Dogman. Like I have seen a Dogman. They're real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotta be like weirdly. I'm like, did you see a baboon? Did you? yeah. <laughs> so sure. Yeah, those are some of my favorites. I feel like that's great. Yeah, we can. This is one of the subjects that, as I find more, I'll just start bringing them up. Yeah, please. <laughs>
0: werewolves, also, I guess. Yeah, they count too. They're a fun one. Yeah. But because I thought about looking up werewolves, but I was like, this is a whole other thing. That is a whole other thing. Maybe we need to do a separate episode on werewolves. Because
1: also, like the myth, technically, they're not half dog. You know, like they're not dog people. They turn into no. a whole dog. Yeah. And like, I think there are like separately a ton of myths about. Being transformed into an animal versus being
0: half totally, animal, and- totally. Yeah, like bitten by like bitten by something. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I wonder like yeah, why. Who was the first
1: person to think of like getting bit by a thing and turning into it? Because it's not a thing mm. that I've
0: you know encountered in my own life. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know. Like- I wonder if here's the here's my question. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that came from like something like rabies. Like you Mm. get bit by a rabid, and then yeah, and you start displaying similar like similar characteristics to that rabid something. That makes sense. And then from that, it's like I don't know. Like I'm imagining some like um, primitive society, yeah. Having someone get bit by like a a rabid dog thing, whatever Mm -hmm. whatever the dogs were doing then, some early canine biting someone, and then that person. Also being on like all floor, all fours, like drooling and yelling and whatever. Yeah, and being like they've turned into it. They've become <laughs> as the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it coming from that. Yeah, I, that's that would be my assumption. But I
1: don't know. It is interesting. And even just like getting sick from an animal bite vi- feels like their body is fighting off the transformation, but they're they, they're not strong enough. You know. Yeah.
0: Like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Every time my cat bites me, I I'm there's a small (laughs) part of my brain that thinks will i be able to like talk to her now just a little bit of my brain goes wouldn't it be cool if yeah (laughs) i mean because wouldn't it be handy i'm always a little bit like
1: if i gotta get bit by a spider at least make me spider-man like yeah right
0: or like snakes like yeah i know that's like a common thing particularly where you are like getting snake bites like i mean i don't know about it happens but yeah, I just I mean like I feel like there's more like opportunities yeah. to be a bit snake in LA than London yeah. is what I mean. Absolutely. Um yeah, like if you're going to get bit by a snake that you want to be able to like speak to snakes yeah. or turn into a snake or be some kind of snake demon monster thing. Yeah. That would be so cool. Like the Naga and the Nagini, that would be amazing. That would like, be so sick.
1: It's it's so funny how often in literature both like superhero and just fantasy like Someone will be bestowed with powers and they're always like, no, I don't want it. Where right? I'm always like, that's a trait that I've never related to. I'd
0: immediately, it'd be like, yes. Me too. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> Same. There is no way. And I remember, like, yeah, totally. I can't ever imagine being like, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't, I can't. I couldn't possibly. The amount like, of like, uh, no, the prophecy can't be about
1: me. I'm like, I
0: could be though. That'd be great. I would be delighted. I'd love a prophecy to be about me. I would love a prophecy (laughs) to be about me. (laughs) I was thinking that recently, uh, because I don't know if you've seen this, and actually, listeners, we're about to record our drug book round. So there'll be more of this kind of conversation in that. But have you seen that they've recently announced that they're doing a Twilight adaptation? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings. We'll discuss them later. Yeah. But. I did always think that, like, in Twilight, all the vampires are so resentful of being vampires. And I'm like, what the F is your problem? <laughs> like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. You never get old. You never die. You're hot always. Yeah. Like, you never sleep. Think about all you could accomplish.
1: Uh, like, I would have a great time yeah. being a
0: vampire.
1: Like, I could see the adjustment period being a little bit weird, but
0: you'd figure it out. You would figure or it out. Going to I would go school. Why... That's the last thing I would do <laughs> is repeat school yeah. again. High school as well. I cannot think of a worse time. Uh, terrible. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, I would absolutely love. I would. There, there would be no part of me that would be like, what will I do? My <laughs> immortal soul. Oh God, I couldn't <laughs> possibly be a vampire. I would love it. I would go full goth. I would embrace it wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could turn into any mm. half thing, what what are we looking at? What do you want? What would you? If you could get bitten by A-X, a thing?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you being bitten by? Oh my god, that's so hard. Um. Okay, well, I'm just gonna think of. I'm gonna brainstorm some options because it's like you yeah. have Spider Man as mentioned. So you get spider powers, sure. sticky hands, shoot webs, super strong, useful, useful, useful bats well here's the thing if Bat bat oh, seems fun. awesome like i i would i wouldn't like having to drink blood but i like when the vampire myths let you turn into a bat also that seems yes. awesome because really i think cool. any i would love to sneak around like that's yeah. my big thing so whoever is going to give me the best sneaky powers i'll probably go with that cool
0: yeah, so I feel like that would be like, yeah, a vampire bat situation is yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, that that right? does seem to be the most, that makes the most sense to me, I think, for you.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think any of them that I get to turn into the animal
0: fully is really cool. That is cool. Yeah, because that is the question of, are we turning into the thing fully? Mm-hmm. Are we being like a mermaid or like a centaur or right. something where you're kind of a half and half situation? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've always been really fascinated by, like, like uh, fawns and satyrs, mm-hmm. like Pan. Yeah. Just, like, little forest nymphs with their furry legs, like, yeah. capering and playing music and eating fruit and having loads of sex. Yeah. That sounds fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> to say, in all of the myths, satyrs and fawns always are, like, they're having the best time. Definitely. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. They don't get massively drawn into, like, all of the, like... Um, kind of geopolitics no. of their world it's very they're just in the forest having a party you yeah know? it's very hobbity honestly like it is so hobbity like they're quite mercurial mm-hmm. they'll kind of pop up to espouse some wisdom <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and then they'll go away again like yeah. i just
1: i think i could i'd suit that that'd I be think, really just... nice honestly yeah
0: yeah it'd be a fuck time
1: i like that one too because you're not actually given all these like powers to where it's like oh god i gotta go be a superhero now
0: yeah you're just exactly you just get to be a fawn in the woods <laughs> which is pretty nice that and that's what i mean like i i think if i'm if i'm turning into like a mythical half human yeah humanoid creature i'm going and and that and you're know, the implication there being that i retain the sense of like who i am as yeah. me i'm going for whoever like let's ever chill yeah you know?
1: that's nice i like that that's a good so, way of looking at it like what is your actual life like yeah pretty chill pretty chill. <laughs> My fellow graduates, for 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Wait, what's Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas.
0: This is not the speech we approve.
1: Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I'll have an exclusive look at how Maggie Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush.
0: Spill
1: the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, Listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney, Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of... Forever!
0: (laughs) Parenting. It's hard, but don't worry. You're not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother and let us remind you that fine is good enough. They want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? (laughs) There is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So, as I mentioned in the intro, we have a a really it's just a a fox sighting, but it's I'm counting this as a ready, ready pet go because uh-huh. that's sort of the category we've created um, from Aaron, and this one is a voice memo, so we get to listen to it ready fox go
0: hi comfort creatures this is Erin in New Hampshire I just wanted to send over a voice memo because I went to London for the first time this past week and it was amazing I loved it and I also thought of you both because early on in your podcast you had talked about foxes in London and I saw two foxes one was running around in a green space near the London eye where I was staying and the other I watched hop into an outer windowsill and um, stealthily caught and devoured a pigeon. So I got to see some um, unexpected sights in London. No, that's nuts. Because <laughs> I have lived in London my whole life. I have never seen a fox catch and kill or catch and eat any. You got like London National Geographic. Yeah. And you were here for how long? That is amazing. <laughs> that is so cool i'm so impressed yeah wow i've genuinely never seen Whenever i see foxes they're just like running away or going through a bin good erin <laughs> i mean yeah. 10 out of 10 yeah. excellent yeah excellent. I'm think, i don't think i've ever seen like a coyote
1: here same thing do anything but just running <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's cool that is cool. Like, sad for the pigeon, sad but, you know, cycle of
0: life. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, cool. That's cool.
1: For this moment, I can just respect that that fox caught
0: its dinner, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And I have a lot of sympathy for foxes. Yeah. Because of, um, you know, their habitat being destroyed uh. by people. So, you know. I mean, it'd be so hard to be a city fox. It'd be so hard. I mean, obviously, yeah. you probably get cool
1: snacks because people throw away a lot of good stuff. But you got to find such interesting
0: places to sleep. Yeah, and I just feel for them because as London expands outwards, Mm -hmm. and it is, it's continuing to expand outwards, more and more of, like, woodland and green spaces are just getting, like, turned into concrete jungle. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there's a sense of the foxes looking around being like, but we were here first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, So, yeah, good on the fox for catching us dinner. That's so... I cannot believe you saw that. That is wild. Yeah, that's
1: Awesome. awesome. And again it's crazy that you see foxes regularly in
0: london yeah it's crazy that you see coyotes yeah yeah like that's crazy to me it's just a coyote to me is just wily you know what i mean like, <laughs> that's it it's just that that's how i picture
1: yeah it. i just feel like there's so much more like <laughs> london feels so much uh more condensed and like more of a it city is you know like so that's yeah. why I think it's so crazy to see a fox because it's like what do you where are you going like that yeah at least here there's so much like there's so much space in between everything that it's like yeah I could see where a coyote would be there's like wilderness there's not I feel yeah. like it's just it's, it's like being so in New true. York and seeing a fox you'd just be like what where, where there's no what
0: oh are there not foxes
1: in New York no <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are certainly other like, you know. Yeah, uh, there are like crit- fox-sized
0: rats. I've seen. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of rats. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of, mice. Wow. No, yeah. I guess. Like, I guess. Yeah, pro- there probably aren't foxes in New York. Because really, where do the foxes live in London? People's gardens. Yeah. Because we do still have like maybe that's the distinction as well. Like we've got quite a lot of parks in London. Like there are still. Yeah. I mean, they're
1: just also not ones- like in. I don't think i mean I guess they like there could be a fox yeah. in new york technically but it's just funny that i feel like foxes around there have just found a way to be like now we'll stay in the city like yeah
0: <laughs> yeah well they get like you say they get good snacks yeah so they've made true. it work for them yeah you know huh. um thank you
1: aaron uh if you have a ready pet go or anything like this as you can see we're we're I'm happy to play any animal encounters you have. So fun. Yes. Um, send them to us at at Um, You can write them out and we'll read them. Or like this one, you can uh, record a voice memo and we'll play it on the show, which I love. I like hearing your voices. Happy to read them as well. Um, and also join our Discord. It's been really fun lately. There's a lot going on in there. Um, yeah. If If the link isn't working for some reason, just shoot us a message and I'll send you the proper link because yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. they expire sometimes, don't yeah. they? So just... I thought I fixed it, just but it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> and, of course, find us on social media, etc. I think that's all the things that I have. Yeah. Cool. I think that's all the things. All right. Uh, I've been Alexis P. Preston.
0: I've been Anna McLeod.